Welcome to episode 269 of the Parkrun Adventurers podcast. I am Ollie Spake and I'm joining this week from Darawal Land. And my name is Melissa Ellis and I'm coming to you from Wurundjeri Land. Welcome, Mel. Thank you, Ollie. You had a big adventure this week from all accounts on social media. It, um, it was a little different to the average Saturday. Would you like to tell the listeners how so? <laughs> if they haven't already seen, because we have splashed it. We have splashed Shamelessly. it around. Shamelessly. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. That's all right. That's half the fun. Um, yes, Mel, look, my parkrun day was a real highlight, uh, which which is a bit ironic because it began with a bag over my head. Uh, once, <laughs> once I got over that trauma of my abduction, uh, thank you, Mr. Chris Fraser and everyone behind the scenes, I was able to take in uh, what was a pretty humid but well-supported Wentworth Common Park Run. So I made it up there for event number two. Yay! (laughs) We should have done a drum roll. A drum roll. Missed the Uh opportunity. That's all right. We'll have it later. I, I, I think I think we've shouted it from the rooftops enough, so <laughs> probably wasn't that element of suspense in our corner there. Um, but Mel, that was uh, a big achievement for me personally. I've been waiting for a long time to do a number two, <laughs> and um, as it stood, that was almost also my thirtieth park run. So uh, yeah, humble little thirty, but finally ticked over into the uh, the next decade of park run tourism. Do you mean 30th unique event? That's correct. Yes. Mm. Yeah. Well done. (laughs) Um, But it was lovely. The team were lovely, very welcoming, and certainly still seeing a great contingent of visitors to the Budding Park Run. It was my first park run since May, I think it was, at Bowral. What? What, that you actually ran? Yes, that was my first recorded park run since Barrel in May, so uh, yet to make it back to Shell Harbour uh, for a run, but it was still, as I said, a highlight. I, I also, very proud to say, I managed to achieve my goal of a fast finish. Uh, I wasn't quite sure of delivering uh, on a little bit of peer pressure I invited on myself by promising a time to the event team after a few weeks of very low kilometres, injured ankles and stub toes and all those wonderful things. But, yeah, guess what? I managed. So, yeah, quite chuffed. I did say you had a top 10 finish, not that I stalked the results or anything. <laughs> Who's stalking? Um, <laughs> I am the master. And that, that was because I volunteered. Yeah, I saw that they needed a couple of barcode scanners and, you know, very conveniently they were seeking some options that might finish in time. So I got the chance to also barcode scan and enjoy barcode scanning alongside a first-time volunteer. So, Got to get one of my other favourite parts out of a park run day, uh, still whilst on the road. I did notice that you in the photos in a volunteer vest, and my heart skipped a little beat. Like, <laughs> what? What has he done? Has he not ran? And I mean, the listeners won't know this, Mel, but um, you, you have been programming this, and the flow chart you've developed. <laughs> Uh, was impressive and very, very accurate, but I'm proud to say I found a way to break it. Really? I volunteered, so... Um, oh, you did. Yeah, we're going to have to edit that flowchart. That's <sighs> uh, a decision tree. Uh, we'll, we'll share it one day. But anyway... If you can recreate it in, like, nice um, graphics rather than my hand-drawn version, <laughs> that would be great. Oh, there's nothing wrong with handwriting. 
that I thought was very presentable <laughs> and otherwise perfectly accurate. But, yeah, I, I found the loophole. Mm. But it, it was a lovely park run. It's within the Sydney Olympic Park precinct and Sydney Olympic Park, for those that don't know, is on the traditional lands of the Wan clan or Wan clan, known as the Wangal. Uh, the course itself is along pathways that run around the edge of the park, uh, wooded areas near waterways, uh, but it does pop out near what I think is appropriately called at the moment Kudos Bank Arena, uh, which was the basketball one of the stadiums there uh, for a little stretch there. And um, it's pretty much an out and back, but it's got what I think Alison called a lollipop mm. at the start and a little at the finish. I like that term, so uh, I'm going to steal that. But, Mel, it was really um, surprisingly undulating. I wasn't prepared for that. There were 49 metres of elevation. I had to go back and check that. So, yeah, definitely a challenge. Well, not a problem for you Shell Harbour people, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> surely. True. Yeah, it's, it's somewhere there in the legs. And... Yeah, while I'm on the experience, I did get also to chat to some familiar faces. Uh, So hello to Barbara and Lynn. It was lovely to get to chat with you. And also Samantha and Catherine from the, well, I guess we'd call it the region of runners up there in New South Wales. And I met fellow number tour, Terry. Uh, So yeah, lots of of familiar faces. And I'm very proud to say that I'm no longer part of the Constipation Club. (laughs) I didn't know there was such a thing. (laughs) You just invented that, didn't you? Uh, Maybe, maybe. (laughs) But I have to come clean. Uh, There were two significant disappointments with the day, Mel. Oh, yes. The first one, I did travel with Chris Fraser. Right. Uh, We did stop for coffee. (gasps) There were no sausage rolls. What? <laughs> we managed to pick a place with no sausage rolls. So um, I, I missed out on that experience. Uh, and the second disappointment uh, is me. You? I broke the cardinal rule. I walked off with half the finish tokens. <laughs> <laughs> you tried to steal the finish tokens. Yeah, I tried to steal half the finish tokens. Oh, my goodness. Yes. Such an amateur. <laughs> so I'm a bit out of practice. But oh, my A lot goodness. of fun. What happened? Did they call you back? Excuse me. Uh, no, I went back with my tail between my legs. Uh, <laughs> plenty of witnesses. Uh, so <laughs> just I had to come clean because I know I would be called out and, uh, yeah, one job. So you just thought you were taking them home to wash them and have them ready for next week as per regular programming? But that's the thing. I don't even take the finish tokens home at Shell Harbour. <laughs> We've got Chapo. Chapo does it every week. Oh. I, I don't know what it was. It was just hanging on to something. Yeah. Oh, you were out of sorts. You were out, out of, of your out of your environment, Ollie. You didn't know what you were doing. Goodness me. Again, I did turn up with a bag over my head, so yes, it was very unfamiliar. But uh, we should give a shout out to Chris, yes, who filmed the whole event. He did of your kidnapping. <laughs> yeah, I think that's what we call evidence. But yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we shared that on our adventurous page, and it's also been shared to the Aussie. Parkrun Tourism page and good work, Chris. That that was very amusing and uh, good content and we really appreciated you putting that together. Yes, that's why he's the creative director. Correct. Yes. I'm just the ideas person. Oh, hang on a minute. I, I actually have to say I'm not really keen on being referred to as Big Mama. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Mel. <laughs> was that your idea? No, no. Hmm. <laughs> Sorry, Chris. Um, 
that's okay. It's um, you're obviously in the in the headquarters. It's a headquarters term, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh dear. I'll have to wise him up on some um, better terminology, some radio talk. Okay. Yeah, I'll be sure to reinforce the appropriate terms. Um, <laughs> But, Mel, I'm detracting uh, because, of course, the weekend was a slightly more significant event. Should we go to Sunday? How was Junior's? Oh, well, are we skipping past my Saturday? (laughs) I didn't mean to. Let's do Saturday (laughs) first. Sure. We can. We can do it backwards. I don't mind. No, that's all right. Saturday first. (laughs) Well, this week, Ollie, I visited Frankston Nature Conservation Reserve Park Run, the longest name in the world of park runs, for event two. Is this where I apologise once again? Oh, yes. um, I'm waiting. (laughs) I do retract my confidence (laughs) statement last week and apologise for all offence caused. (laughs) Uh, Apology accepted. Frankston... Nature Conservation Reserve Park Run is held on the land of the Bunyurong people Mm -hmm. and it was event two and my 12th number two. Ha. (laughs) This event is in the suburb of Frankston South, 43 kilometres southeast of Melbourne and is a hilly one-lap course on a gravel trail around the main access trail of Frankston Nature Conservation Reserve with views of the bay at the highest point. The event starts a short distance from the main car park, but there are no toilets at this event and unfortunately no dogs are allowed. I joined 149 finishers, including fellow Victorian tourists Irene and Path Bomber Canty, Tony, Jackie and Dan O'Connell, Stephen Helen Davis, Dawn Branton, Rihanna Wick-Gamble, Sam Esmore and Nadine and Ian Crawford. I was joined there by my sister Cassie and ran the course with her and Helen, missing my final remaining bingo number by one second. Oh, Ouch. <laughs> I chose not to attend the post-park run brunch, opting instead to grab a takeaway coffee for a beach walk in nearby Chelsea with Cassie. So that's my Saturday in a nutshell. Sounds lovely. And uh, what a gang. Yes, more of that later. Mm, okay. <laughs> but Ollie, Sunday. Sunday was Ainsby Heritage Trail Junior's first birthday and celebrated with a dress-up theme encouraging everyone to come along dressed as their favourite character. The grown-ups definitely enjoyed this excuse as <laughs> superheroes and pirates were very well represented. I'm sad to report the puddle was dry, but that didn't affect the interesting Jemima Puddle Duck who was sporting her party hat and closely (laughs) monitored by Pirate Jake. We even had special guest visitors in Brendan Peel and Jodie Maisie who came out to experience the Ainsbury fun. Also visiting were a few Westerfold Juniors regulars coming out to check our course during the holidays. That sounds like a great morning. So costumes, Mel, what did we go as again? Well, I was a butterfly. (laughs) Yes. Excellent. I'd been eyeing off the butterfly costume, just waiting for an excuse to buy it. Yep, yep. And this just seemed the right time. As mentioned last week, Mm. my plan had been to be a cupcake. Yes. To bring out the cupcake costume from the previous palm. Mm -hmm. I did not do that. Nope, didn't resonate. No. Well, Mm. it just so happened that during the week, 
I had taken Zoe down to pick up some school uniform from the school uniform shop, which happens to be adjacent to the local spotlight. And when we arrived, Zoe said, oh, mum, that's the shop with the butterfly costume. (laughs) Because the previous time we'd gone to look at the school uniform, we'd gone into spotlight and I'd admired it and umdenard over buying it, you see. So Yes, yes. It's Zoe's fault. <laughs> Good work, Zoe. <laughs> Red rag to a bull. Yeah. Uh, happy birthday, Ainsbury. Thank you. So event 28 was our first birthday. Mm. <laughs> so we're a little behind, but we are we're forging along and we are building our little team. We have an amazing group of volunteers. I think the adults have more fun than the kids do just quietly and that's the way it should be the kids shouldn't have all the fun clearly but then i suppose we do get saturday with a heavy adult focus as well but i think uh, i'm gonna have to i'm gonna have to experience juniors one day at ainsbury i don't know when mel hopefully this year but um if i could make it a fancy dress one that'd be pretty cool too Oh, just let me know when you're coming. I'll arrange that. I know the ED. <laughs> uh, that's quite okay. And it, it, it's funny, the numbers. Do you ever remember, uh, I'm not sure if you would have, have felt the same uh, numerical frustration, but uh, the fact that we go nicely you know, up by increments of very close to 50 per year of park runs. So, you know, the 50th would line up with the anniversary and then the 100th would be just that little bit mm. further away. And, yeah, that's that's all out the window now, isn't it? Absolutely. Mm. But, yeah, no, we, we're happy with our 28 events and since we've returned from our most recent pause, we're trying hard to build our event but also reach out to the local community to gain awareness that we exist Yeah, and encourage more people to come along. But, Ollie, it's hard. It's worth noting with Australia recently opening up and it's been termed letting COVID rip. <laughs> Our COVID numbers have increased dramatically, so there's probably a lot of people out there who can't attend because they've got COVID or there are people isolating or there are people just a bit nervous about going out and doing events for the risk. So it's all kind of new here. We're a bit behind other countries in that respect. Well, that's right. I wholeheartedly agree. All of the above uh, is you know, what so many of us are, are going through right now. And certainly the heart goes out and best wishes and, and you know, a whole lot of love goes out to anyone that is feeling unwell, um, experiencing COVID, because there's so many more of us now that are going through that um, or have loved ones going through that. Uh, obviously, it's, it's not a new thing, but as you say, for us, it really has it has changed significantly in that last month. And I think to our friends in WA, I mean, they're, they're starting to have a few more cases as well, uh, although they're markedly different from the rest of the country in Australia in the prevalence of cases and in terms of access across borders as well. So we're all moving at slightly different phase, uh, well, phases, timing. Mm. Doesn't necessarily make it easier for anyone and... Um, yeah, I think a huge shout out to everyone that is supporting and volunteering at the moment. I absolutely think that last week was the week I have seen the single most number of parkrun events calling out for volunteers close to parkrun day and um, it's understandably difficult. Mm. Yeah, because of that complexity. He's hoping everyone's feeling well soon. 100% agree with all those sentiments, Ollie, but 
Now, perhaps time to throw to this week's roving reports. A couple of our favourites have dropped reports, so let's have a listen to those. G'day, Parkrun adventurers. It's Lyndall checking in from Baringa Parkrun for the Channel 5 News crew, and I have got... Christina. And you are... Run director at Baringa. Excellent. Are you also the event director? No, that's Steve's job. Okay, and Steve's not here. Steve is not. (laughs) (laughs) He is not here today, no. He's taking a break. I guess everybody deserves a rest, right? 100%. (laughs) All right, so Baringa Park Run. I had a lovely time out there today. It's a really nice course. It is nice. It's a little bit wet today. Um, Hopefully your shoes didn't get ruined, but uh, not too many people to fight and nice weather. Yeah, my shoes are on their last legs anyway, so that's fine. And my home park run is Bunyaville. It's usually hilly, dirty, wet. It's fine. (laughs) Um, Now, Baringa Park Run has been going for a little while now. Yeah, I think uh, three years. I think we had our third birthday. I get confused. It feels like forever. It's, we're all in a time warp right now, right? <laughs> yeah, that is correct. And have you been involved since the beginning? Uh, I wasn't run director at the beginning, but I did come here when it first started and yep. uh, have been coming when it's not raining because I don't like to get my feet wet. Good idea. Now, I'll let you just take a photo. Now, just to give you a bit of an idea, uh, the Baringa Park Run has lots of mixed terrain here. You start on an oval on grass, which today was a bit soggy. Um, you run out. A lot of it's on concrete path, but there is also a really nice section um, on some trail as well. So it's a great little course. We've just got a finisher coming in. Don't know what number, about 30th finisher or something like that. Well done. Well done. Um, and so your parkrun journey, you started running here at Baringa? Uh, no, I started at Golden Beach because Baringa wasn't around and um, as soon as something closer to home opened up, I jumped ship pretty quickly. Yeah. So you live closer to this area? Yeah, it's only about two kilometres as you walk, so nice and a bit more of a sleep in. That's always great. <laughs> now, um, it's a fairly small parkrun here but it's right in the middle of a housing development. So the hope is that it will grow with the construction here. Yeah, that's the hope. A lot of people still head down to Golden Beach, um, but it's just probably getting word of mouth out there and once Saturday sport's over, because it's a really family community, so I think we lose a lot of people with Saturday sport and things like that, but hopefully as the town grows, we'll get a few more people in and uh, grow it a little bit. We don't want to get too big though. No, the size is really nice here, actually. And it seems like everyone knows each other as well. We've just got another finisher coming in. <laughs> well done, mate. <laughs> and you're, you're multitasking today. Do you have a little crew of volunteers, though? Uh, we usually do. We've just... Uh, COVID's obviously hit everywhere and we lost a couple of last minute so we've managed to make most of them through but unfortunately couldn't get a photographer to, for today so just doing a bit of fill-in so that everyone can celebrate their run today yeah fantastic all right here's our tail walker coming in our last finisher for today at Baringa. 
All right. Is there anything else that you would like the parkrun adventurers? This is a podcast for people who like to adventure um, and tourists to different parkruns. What would you like them to know about Baringa? Uh, we're very welcoming of people from other parkruns. Um, oftentimes we have more visitors than locals. So if you want to not have to share the path with too many other people, get down here and have a nice run. Excellent. Thanks so much. And Baringa is about an hour's drive, an hour and a bit's drive of north of the CBD and just on the southern end of the Sunshine Coast for everyone that wants to know. Thank you so much for talking to me. Thank you for your contribution to Parkrun and for keeping um, the, the community here so vibrant at Baringa. Thank you for coming and uh, running our parkrun today. <laughs> Alrighty, that is a wrap from me. I will check out now from Baringa Parkrun. See you next time on the Parkrun Adventurers. Good morning, parkrunners. It's Tracy in the tutu, and I am reporting in from Des Connor Junior Parkrun in Ashgrove, Queensland. I have managed to secure an exclusive with a dynamic duo themselves, Jack and Claire. Good morning to both of you. Good morning, Tracy. Is there any truth in the rumour? Uh, and would you like to confirm or deny this, that there will be a beach wedding in Tasmania in March? Well, unfortunately, there won't be. So, what? as was alluded to on the pod, we've got a few different families and myself. So I've got my family and friends, obviously our parkrun family, but I've also got my military family. Mm-hmm. And so, unfortunately, I'm going to be overseas for a few months oh. as of March. I was trying to figure out how to tell people because obviously Claire will be posting saying that she's doing park runs yeah. but I won't be, be. so now's actually a good opportunity to say that yeah I'll be overseas for a few oh. months so it'll be just be Claire by herself unfortunately okay guys you have heard this here first at uh, junior park run Jack will not be attending Palm but Claire will Claire is that correct oh oh uh, I'm undecided, but it's unlikely. Oh. I know. So we can't even have a hands night for you on the Saturday night? <laughs> undecided. Because undecided. I am really great with pink, tulle and taffeta. <laughs> and, you know, we could do wonderful things with this. We could. We could. I will, I will ponder. And I'll ponder. Decide. Okay. No worries. <laughs> well, thanks for that, guys. How's everything else going in your parkrun journey? Yeah, good. We did SS Cooper Trail yesterday and St. Lucia the day before. So now we've got snakes. Yes, we finished snakes yesterday. You finished snakes yesterday? Yes. All right, just explain to the people at home, Claire, what is the snakes challenge? So 10 park runs starting with S. All right, so putting you on the spot, what are your 10 park runs starting Ooh. with S? Oh, let's get the app up. We wanted to make sure that we finished that challenge before I left. Yes. And so we're trying to do as many as we can before I go in a few weeks' time, six or seven mm-hmm. weeks' time. So we definitely ticked off snakes, which is good. Mm. And um, trying to do as many as possible. I'm sure Claire will tick off a lot more than I will in the year as well. So we'll just have to wait and see how we go. Okay, so our first one, Shell Harbour. Oh, what? What? I've never heard of that. No, don't know. Sandon Point, St Peter's. South Bank, Surface Paradise, Siramay, Stanthorpe, Sandgate, St Lucia and SS Cooper. Excellent, excellent. Sounds like you've been visiting a few places. Now, is it you guys have done over 100 different park runs? Is that correct? Oh, look at that. Okay, <laughs> for, for the viewers at home, I'm looking at the back of Claire's shirt where it says 100 venues and it lists all of them in alphabetical order. That's pretty fantastic. We should have looked at that for the S's. Uh, yeah, yeah, um, yeah, well, yeah, but okay. Anyway, so where to next week, guys? Bunyville. Yeah, Bunyville. Nice. Which be good, yeah. yeah. 
okay. That sounds awesome. All right. Well, guys, thank you for talking with me this morning and for uh, answering the, the the question from the pod. Um, it's back to you, Mel. Unfortunately, there will not be a hen's bucks night or a wedding at Palm. We shall have to make alternative arrangements. This is Tracy Natutu signing out from Des Connor Junior Park Run in Ashgrove. You heard her here first. Bye. And thank you, Lyndall and Tracy, with a bit of an exclusive, Mel. I know you were quite progressed in this planning. So firstly, are you okay? Oh, I'm not. I'm, <laughs> I'm devastated. Um, firstly, that we're not having a wedding. And secondly, that Jack and Claire aren't coming to Palm. Just wanted to put it out there. If any other adventurers are willing to come to Palm and get married, can you please get in touch? <laughs> I haven't given up. <laughs> <laughs> to one another or to other parties. This isn't oh, well. a proposition. Yeah. yeah. Um. <laughs> <laughs> that could be the theme. Oh, no, let's not go there. Um, uh, <laughs> I was really ready for a beach wedding. I'm not ready to let go of that yet. Ah, okay. If anybody wants to renew their vows on the beach, <laughs> <laughs> Bell Reeve, let us know. Talk. <laughs> It could be a good time. I had figured that maybe you'd be a little understanding of Jack's justification, given his reasonings, given uh, your involvement with the ADF. Oh, yeah, I am. I I see that you're heavily invested in the in the idea. I'm a little bit disappointed at the timing. I mean, Ah. Jack, you know, come on, we've got to (laughs) (laughs) we've got to manipulate these things. Oh dear. Ah, good on him, and thank you for your service. Absolutely. But, Mel, we've got mail. You've got mail. We do, Ollie. How exciting. We heard again from Jeff. Yes, our guest last week on the pod, Jeff Glubb. Shall I read it out? Please. Yep. So Jeff wrote to us and said, hey there, I wanted to pass along a little US parkrun news. You might see a new event launched on Saturday called Spindle Tree Parkrun. Great name, by the way. This was previously the Woodlands Waterway Park Run, but I believe they weren't able to continue using their same course post-pandemic pause. They moved to a different park and had their first event past Saturday. The Woodlands is a suburb of Houston, Texas. Also, I think I joined the Adventurers Park Run group. Let me know if you don't see me and I'll see if I joined the wrong group. Have a great week, Jeff. And Jeff... You got it right. Thank you and welcome. He absolutely did. We were a little bit excited when we saw Jeff pop up on our Consolidated Club report this week. Yes. And uh, how awesome that Houston, Texas has their second event. Well, they had a second event, didn't they? It's a second renamed event. Yes. Yeah, that's right. And it's good that they could find another solution given the disruption to their original cause. Absolutely. No, thank you, Jeff. It's always lovely to hear uh, another update from the US and we look forward to hearing more. We do. Keep the updates coming. Whenever you have news from over there, please let us know. Yes. But, Ollie, we, we also had a message from Irene Bomacanti who shared a photo to me of the start line at Sherwood Reserve Park Run in New Zealand showing everybody doing the aeroplane pose. Isn't it fantastic? Here's me. Actually, you can't see, but I'm mm. doing the aeroplane pose, <laughs> uh, which is also what we like to refer to as a zoom zoom. Yes. Which is your signature pose, Ollie? Well... I won't claim it, but I do like to do it. It's fun. Yes. Did you do it at on Saturday? <laughs> I did. I couldn't help myself. Oh, 
I'll have to look at the photos. <laughs> so I did question this with Alison as to mm-hmm. why Sherwood Reserve was doing the aeroplane pose en masse at their start line. And Alison said, it's their thing. The co-ED Scott Errol started doing aeroplanes a few years back and he calls them Scott Airplanes. <laughs> it's to put a smile on your face. And they have their own hashtag, Ollie, hashtag Ooh. Scott Airplanes. Okay. Well, I, I can't remember the last Zoomy I've actually posted, but I'll have to remember the hashtag and, uh, and join in the fun. Yes. They've even got a Facebook group. Yeah. I think it's also called Scott Airplanes. Oh. So the New Zealanders are all over it. They are. All right, we need to catch up. <laughs> Where have we been? Yes, yes. But thank you, Irene and Alison, yeah. Exactly. But, ah, uh, Ollie, moving along to Daz's. This week at Daz's was a cricket theme with Daz's saying, Welcome to Daz's Summer Series Edition. While the Aussies and the Poms battle it out at Belrive Oval in the fifth test, How's that for a coincidence? <laughs> Dazza is left wondering what traditional cricket food to serve. We need a summer sausage roll substitute, surely. Mm. Join us for a chat as we keep one eye on the cricket scores. So, Balreva course, the reference there for the fifth test, which is also the location of Palm 22. That's right. That's right. Even more of a coincidence. Add two and two, and you get the final result of the Ashes series. <laughs> Don't talk about the war. <laughs> Sorry to all the English cricket fans, um, but at least I won't have to offer another retraction this week. Yes, 4-0 to the Aussies for this current Ashes series. Not to say that won't turn around again in the future. That's right, yeah. Everyone has their time. That's for sure. Speaking of those who had their time, uh, the first having their time at Dazzers this week, Richard, who said, good morning, Dazzers. Sally and I are on our way to tailwalk at the entrance park run. A 7am start for the sausage roll chasers. There's Ken's Humble Pie Shop at the entrance that is worth a visit. We'll certainly be stopping there post park run. And additional, we got our palindrome today, 6446. Oh, nice. There's definitely one to aim for for the tail walkers too, but uh, I guess you could get that most times, couldn't you? I don't know how many palindromes I've had. And Tracy Wood. And it's welcome back to our home ground where this maiden will be opening the day at Kedron and looking to finish on a marvellous score of 319 not out. Should I add that, yeah, everyone was in the spirit with the cricket theme this week, weren't they? I was going to say the same, Ollie. Everybody got on board with the cricket references at Dazza's this week. Yes, yes. And look, carrying that on, Alison King. I used to be a regular at New Road, home of Worcestershire County Cricket Club, and the ladies' pavilion was the place to be at 3pm. They made the best lemon drizzle cake. The commentators always got a slice. Today, though, was a stint as RD at Puranga, where it was nice and cool start to the day. We had 89 park runners with one achieving her century and just realised today is my park run birthday. I'm six. Happy birthday, Alison. And Phil Olson. Good morning, Dazzers. We're just off to bed before going to Central Park, Plymouth tomorrow. It's nearly 10pm here in the UK before anyone gets the wrong idea. <laughs> Latte and a sausage roll, please. And we heard from Mark Porritt, wouldn't be cricket without a box of pizza shapes. So thank you, Mark. 
good to know traditional cricket uh, cuisine. Mm, great for those uh, balmy long afternoons. Abigail's mum, Lakes Entrance Park Run for me today. Such a lovely park run. Can confirm locks here are in good working order. <laughs> and Abigail's mum shared a photo of herself in front of a toilet block. So there's our first toilet selfie, Ollie. <laughs> Number one, as it were. Awkward. <laughs> Bruce Purdy, how's that? There was volunteering, a PB, and now a coffee. Would you call that a hat trick? I think that's a good hat trick, Bruce. Ingrid Botha, 99th run today at the beautiful Dolls Point. I was excited to see a first-timer who had discovered us last week and came along this week with barcode in hand. Double pancakes for me today, please, Dazza. I think you earned them, Ingrid. Way to go. Nice to see a return. And we heard from Sam Schroeder. I bowled a maiden over, tail walking with Rebecca at home in Picton this morning. And Sam shared the photo of her and Beck in volley vests with a bark runner. And then we heard from Val Warwick. These two oldies ran walked around patrolling the boundary of Montrose Foreshore Park Run where the sun bore down relentlessly. Pictured after Park Run grabbing some shade but no coffee. Hoping for a good day's play at Bellarive, but we'll be there tomorrow afternoon and evening as our youngest is taking his old cricket-loving mum on a mother and son date. It was a great Christmas present. And for the second week in a row, Steve's cousin sent me a photo of herself with an easily recognisable other. Last week it was Harry Hoverdog, and this week it was, well, me. <laughs> Didn't think that one through. <laughs> Thank you, Val. Um, and as Val described, she did share the photo of her and Stephen in their park run shirts. And Mel, I've just discovered that would have meant that I think she was there for wrapping up of the test. So uh, what a great date that must have been. Yes. But what about you being a bit of a celebrity? So was that Lynn? <laughs> yes. Uh, look, I'm no Harry Hoverdog, um, but <laughs> just as hairy maybe. <laughs> I don't get as much air. Uh, um, and moving along, Sonia Pullman. <laughs> I volunteered as timekeeper as Beaches raised the bat for the third time this morning at run number 300. Our wonderful RD, Trisha, also hit her ton of volunteering at Beaches and her 100th run at Beaches. She celebrated by bringing us delicious cake. And uh, Sonia's photos there. There was a volley selfie through the uh, the bars there at Bar Beach, appropriately. Some chocolate cake and Trisha. So congrats. And I've got the Bailey shot. Firstly, Tanya Bailey, tail walked to Pegasus today, then coached the eight-year-olds at the surf club, home for a spot of lunch with homemade scones and a pot of tea. And Tanya shared a photo of some lovely-looking scones, delicious scones even. Mm. And Beck Bailey. No rain delay today. The weather held off long enough to play out this match. 21st volunteer, 94th park run, completed my Nendi and borrowed my friend's dog for a tail walk with the lovely Sam Schroeder at the beautiful Picton this morning. Enjoying touristing and volunteering to some of the flutter events while this knee recovers. I'm now considered a tourist as Picton was my 20th different event today. I'm timing my milestones for an upcoming event Guess you'll have to wait and see. And Beck shared a photo of herself with Sam and the bark runner, plus a bridge shot. But, hmm, timing the <laughs> milestone. Hmm. 
Yes, there are some interesting milestones coming together there and interesting timing. Um, hmm. I'm getting excited. I don't suppose Beck wants to get married. Does she know anybody? Has she got a boyfriend? <laughs> Beck, you'll have to write in. <laughs> Brett Bailey played with a straight bat and ran Brunner at Pegasus, then nipper coaching at the surf club with 18 enthusiastic eight-year-olds. Brunner has retired for the day. And a photo of Brunner, horizontal and done. <laughs> and, Mel, I'd just like to commend you on seamlessly moving along from uh, suggesting Beck Bailey get married to uh, her father's <laughs> report. <laughs> You're welcome. Claire Stutchbury <laughs> on other matters. <laughs> Con some friends into coming for a drive to SS Cooper Trail for their first birthday. We picked a winner of a morning weather-wise, plus we've now completed snakes. She might want to con those friends to come for a hen's night at uh, Belle Reeve, maybe. <laughs> Daz is having a shotgun wedding theme weekend this weekend. Huh? <laughs> Shh, that's next week. Joe Richards, park waddle touristing this morning at Phillip Island, saving the legs for a big day tomorrow. Yes, Joe was running two bays, which is was a big event this last weekend in Victoria. And uh, we hope you had a good run, Joe. Yes, yes. Excellent effort. <laughs> I haven't seen the result, but excellent effort. That looks like an amazing one. <laughs> and Helen Jane Davis, I caught up with a few friends at the number two event, Frankston Nature Reserve. And uh, Helen did share the photo with some very familiar faces there, Mel. Yes, I might have been in that photo. <laughs> Stephen Warwick, I was bowled over with my time at Montrose Foreshore Park Run, but no coffee for us today. Fortunately, I kept my footing and there was no leg slip to catch me out. I think that's enough to cover my report for today. <laughs> and <laughs> Steve shared a photo of himself and Val in Apricot. Greta Wilkinson. Back to Mount Barker today to celebrate Poppy's 250th park run. That now makes it five times 250 in the Wilkinson clan and three generations of 250ers. A hat trick, perhaps. Whoa. Well done, Wilkinsons. That's a lot of 250s. Janet Reed, 252 not out for me at Team Lockheel. A warmish morning with 251 happy park runners aboard the mothership three beautiful koalas and a laughing kookaburra and iced coffee will go down very well. Thank you, Dazza. And Janet shared a photo of a tree enjoying a hug from a koala. All right. I think we need to, again, point Jeff in the direction of Lockheel Park Run for koalas. Yes, certainly on the Australian list. Got to try it. Chantelle Hosking ventured to North Sydney saw this message at the airport. And uh, I love this. The sign states, I do believe it's time for another adventure. Very well done, Chantelle. And she was there to collect another compass point, her north. Well done. Well done. Rounding the compass. Andrew Turner. I got to Nelson, and that's 111, runs at Maribyrnong. Sadly, a lot more than any England batters scored. Ooh. Mm. I also managed to collect my 53rd stopwatch bingo number. Nice work, Andrew. Ollie, well, I don't understand the 111 reference. I was hoping you wouldn't bring it up. <laughs> <laughs> Do we have to Google that? 
terminology. Quick, Ollie, you're the one that likes the tap, tap, tap. Quick, look it up. The tap, tap, tap. Yes. So in cricket, the number 111 is sometimes called a Nelson, and that's after Admiral Nelson, who allegedly had only one eye, one arm, one leg near the end of his life. Oh, really? He would hop, shuffle, or jiggle, particularly if the number of wickets would also match. <laughs> Good work, Ollie. That was quick. It was very quick Googling. Yes. Fun fact, my previous married name was Nelson, so there, there we you go. go. Yes. <laughs> Tamsin Smith. Morning, Dazza. Hot chocolates all round for a purpling of ambassadors at Bartley Park. We had to break the ice on the muddy puddles. And we can confirm Bartley Park appeared on our Consolidated Club report. So thank you, Tamsin, for joining. And last but never least, Pippa White. Hello, everyone. Sliding in. Weather very, very cold, running in zero degrees or lower. Something warm, please, and a spot of your sun. Chipping Norton School Park Run in the icy fog. Ground was either frozen or slippery, slidey mud. Penultimate park run before a few weeks of walking only. Hernia repair op. Brr. Oh, my goodness. So, um, sorry you were so cold, Pippa, and good luck for the upcoming op. Yes. I hope you're uh, back out there and uh, enjoying the walking uh, for a time being. And, um, Mel, I I do feel like I should apologise. I feel like we've been unfairly harsh on the English. We do have a number of our English parkrunning family joining us at Dazza's. So, uh, yeah, tough luck, guys, and uh, sorry if we rubbed it in a bit hard. Oh, yes, it's all in good natured spirits. (laughs) And feel free when the tables are turned, which undoubtedly they will be yes uh, you can return serve and yep. that's a nice segue into next week's tennis theme <laughs> <laughs> oh excellent but ollie it's time for us to throw to our favorite part of the podcast our wonderful informant with his weekly stats This is the informant. These are unofficial stats. They are only current at the time they are collected and may differ from the stats you read elsewhere. The following stats relate to Parkrun Day 15th of January 2022. There were 434 runs held down under, which is a welcome post-COVID record. 402 of these were in Australia and 32 in New Zealand. This was out of 1,628 worldwide. Aussie New Zealand attendance was 39,488 out of a post-COVID record 204,380 worldwide. There were seven launches, two in South Africa, four in the United Kingdom, and one in the United States. Down under we had 3,709 PBs, while 2,016 people participated for the first time. 107 juniors reached their junior 10 milestone, 171 people reached their 50 milestone, 86 reached their 100 milestone, and 26 people reached their 250 milestone. 16 people called bingo. John Mills was the quickest with 203 runs, while Terry Baker was slowest on 342 runs. There were a massive 15 new states people. Barbara Cooper, Cheryl McCulloch, 
Jennifer Richards, Beth Lonergan, Hayley Nichols, Kendall Kirkwood, Juliet Martins, Kieran McDonald, and Claire Lonergan in the ACT, Jen Hodgson, Lisa Caton, Tim Maroon, Henry Brewstreet, Roger Caton all completed the South Island in New Zealand, while Andy Mears completed the North Island and also became a New Zealand countryman. In the top 20 most Aussie New Zealand events list, Kathleen Wallington, David Messenger and Nathan Castle all move up one ranking to the equal 11th with Alan Burrell on 157 events. Errol Poole moves up one to the equal 5th with Michael Schultz on 181 events. Biggest movers overall were Sally Heppleston, Michelle Kohler and Barry Toggy, who all move up 12 to be ranked 176 with 87 different events. 158 people lifted their Wilson Index this week. Other than the very public movement of the boss Ollie Spade jumping 1 to 10, the biggest mover this week was Paul Curtin, who jumped 18 to be now on 26. I put a call out on the socials to see who could name the events with four letters in their name. No real interaction there, so I'm disappointed. The answer for those who care in order of appearance, Nui, Roma, Sale, Bega, Lota and Kira. My challenge to Mr. Polman is to come up with a saucy name for what could be another quest for those inclined. And a shout out in virtual Mars bar to the quizmaster Simon Mackley, who points out that Frankston is not the longest parkrun name. Grand Ridge Rail Trail is. But then I owe two virtual Mars bars to adjudicate a talk. He tells us that a parkrun has a short and a long name. In most cases, the short and the long name are the same, but not always. And that little technicality is what I'm using in order to avoid apology or retraction. So thank you. And that's a wrap. If you want to see a full breakdown of the weekly stats, you can download them from the blog at theinformant.me. That's www.theinformant.me. Or look for The Informant on Facebook. This has been The Informant, and my spreadsheet is bigger than yours. And thank you to our informant. But, Mel, uh, let's keep the stats going. Uh, I believe you've got a little bit more. I have, Ollie. We also wanted to extend our congratulations to Andy Mears, who was mentioned by the informant, who became the newest New Zealand countryman this last Saturday at Ōtaki River Park Run. I believe Andy lives in Whangarei, which is the most northerly parkrun in New Zealand, which <laughs> makes this achievement even more special given the amount of travelling required. Mm, that's, um, that's something else. Jeez. Also of note in New Zealand this week, there were two 250ths. One was 10-year-old Rebecca O'Sullivan, daughter of Ōtaki River ED Mark, and the other is Marilyn Trathan, who runs in the um, veteran women 70 to 74 age category, who started at Tamworth Park Run and now calls Pegasus home. So thank you, Alison, for passing on the New Zealand information. Yes, thank you, Alison, and well done. Well done, everyone. But, Ollie, it's time for us to announce this week's Obi winner. Uh, we didn't do one last week. We were working on our summer series last week, but this week... Yep. We've got a winner. We've chosen one. We've got a winner. Yes. All right. I will grab the envelope. Would you like me to announce it? Yes, please. Seeing as you've got the envelope, it's probably the best. <laughs> Easier. <laughs> okay. 
And the Obi goes to... Um, hang on, this can't be right. Um, he wasn't even at Dazza's, but um, Chris Fraser. What? Clearly crime uh, and breaking all the rules pays. So congratulations, Chris Fraser, for uh, those fantastic efforts and uh, providing all the evidence to, um, to prove it. Well done, Chris, and thank you for all your efforts for your creative content. It's very much appreciated and we hope everybody enjoyed the little insight into Chris and Ollie's boys' trip to Wentworth Common. Yes. But in other news, Mel, the Adventurers Club. (gasps) Yes. Ollie, we're doing really well. We're up to (laughs) 90 this week. We've gained six new members. That black shirt's climbing. We've still got 10 to get to Mm. our 100 shirt, but it was still a really good result. So this week we had 72 members on the Consolidated Club Report and seven events represented in the UK, which were Hague Woodland, Norwich, Chipping Norton School, Central Park Run Plymouth, Watermead Country Park, Cranbrook Country Park and Bartley Park, and excuse any incorrect pronunciations. We had two in New Zealand, which were Pegasus and Owaraka, and we had two in South Africa, which were Greytown Woodside Trail and how do you say it, Janet? Hi, Mel. It's pronounced Haydadol, and uh, thanks for volunteering, Johan. And drum roll. One in America. (laughs) Wonder which one that could be. Joe Creason. Yes. But Ollie, I have to point out. Oh yeah. There were only two adventurers present at Wentworth Common, which was yourself and Chris Fraser. Yes. But I happen to know there were other adventurers there on the day. Namely, uh, Barbara and Lynn. <laughs> so, uh, yes, yes, uh, Barbara and Lynn, please sing out if you need a hand signing up for the Adventures Club. No pressure. <laughs> and can I also say <laughs> that also at Frankston, oh, oh, my goodness, hang on a minute. How, what's the Frankston Conservation Reserve? No, Frankston Nature Conservation Reserve. I can never remember the order of that damn name. Um Anyway, the park run I was at last week, there were seven adventurers mm. present. At this stage, oh. I think that's our PB. I think that's pretty good, yes. Seven adventurers yeah. present at the one event. It's just occurred to me. So it's Frankston Nature Conservation Reserve. Mm-hmm. I think so. FNCR. Okay. Well, if that's indeed right, we should call it the fancier park run, FN, the fan, fancier. Okay. So that we can at least remember that they, they come in that order. That would be easy. Yeah. Okay. Hashtag fancy. That might not stick. <laughs> Hashtag fancier. Yeah. Uh, anyway. Yes. That, that's a pretty impressive PB. Um, I wonder what could possibly outdo that PB, Mel. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. 20 knotties last week? Oh, yes. 20 knotties is pretty impressive. That's not where you were going with that, was it? <laughs> no, no. I was <laughs> okay. saying which week we'll outdo it, but that's all right. That's obvious. Oh, palm. Yes. Oh, my God. I'm so blonde. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, on to other exciting things. The knotties. 
fantastic effort. Yes, uh, you can do them. Okay. So, and New Zealand not park runs. Uh, thank you, Alison. So, top New Zealand not park runs for the week. Uh, coming in number one, Whangarei, the Fung, 27. Uh, a very impressive 27. Second, Pegasus on 21. And Millwater finishing in third on 10. Uh, with the numbers well down with Parkrun back in most of the country. Millwater need a Aussie, you know. Millsy. Millsy. Oh, yeah. Good one. <laughs> Millsy. Um, and the Fung is the only event of these three not to be back at the moment. Yes. But looking forward, Ollie, what is coming up? Well, um, suffice to say, I didn't wear a tutu, which was probably remiss of me last week, but uh, there's another bite at the apple this Saturday. I think it's a cherry. Bite at the cherry? Yeah, it, it just felt like it was cherry? pretty insignificant. Like the whole cherry's gone except the seed <laughs> if you bite. But um, bite of the donut. Uh, this Saturday, bite of the sausage roll. Sausage roll. <laughs> There were no sausage rolls to be seen. <laughs> this Saturday's the 22nd. Uh, so if you are listening to this and it's not the 22nd yet, you still have time <laughs> with so many events having a tutu theme. So check it out. And if they're not having one, you could suggest it. Absolutely. And this coming weekend, we also want to give a shout out to friend of the pod, Errol Poole, set to run his arbitrary 350th park run this weekend. So have a great run, Errol. Well done, Errol. Yes. And uh, looking forward, anything exciting on the horizon for you, Mel? Maybe. Okay. Suspense. <laughs> Let's keep that suspense. Yep. <laughs> so uh, I'm not telling Chris, so don't tell him. Oh, no. <laughs> You're not. I'm going to go and get a new event. Shh. He'll be cranky because he's behind me on the most events list. Uh, well, that is exciting. Mel? Yeah. Uh, and we'll find out which one next week. Is that, uh, is that the suspense? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I'm going to bundle Zoe in the car and we mm-hmm. are going to head east. That is the biggest hint east. I will give you. We will head east. East, Cross okay. our border. Mm-hmm. And east. Actually, maybe we'll head west. <laughs> 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 Let me start that again. <laughs> You're off to New Zealand. clearly my geography is just as good as the previous mel (laughs) oh my goodness uh west yes that's exciting it is Mm. (laughs) the planning is in very early stages Ah. but being that it's still school holidays i'm not working at the moment it is an opportunity to take a little couple of day break and grab a new event before Everything returns back to normal. Mm, School time, yes. Yeah, so. Okay. Little road trip with me and Zoe, which should be nice. Have a great trip. And what about you, Ollie? Uh, Mm. Back to Shell Harbour? I mentioned it. (laughs) Why do that? It wasn't me. Um, (laughs) So the... The plan at the moment, it's the annual trip down the coast with the extended family to Lake Conjola, which is, I don't know, it's an hour and a half south of where I am here. The plan will either be to revisit one of my favourite South Coast park runs, being Husky or Batemans Bay, maybe travel a bit further afield, but I don't know if if, uh, if we're struggling in the team, I may have to dash back and volunteer. We'll see. We'll see. Anything's possible. What options are available on the new events horizon if you choose to do so? Well, it's a bit of a drive. 
but there are a couple of B park runs. Do you call yourself an adventurer? What's a bit of a drive? I mean, how many hours are we talking? Uh, look, I think we all know I'm not an adventurer. I'm an adventurer <laughs> groupie. I'm just here for the rest of you. Um, but the, <laughs> the said drive is, I don't know, two hours, hour and a half, two hours Man. each each way. So, yeah, we'll, we'll see. I mean, I did Google how far it would be to drive down to Lake's entrance, but I don't think I can justify that on a family oh. trip away, leaving the state. That's not really cool with the in-laws. Not that they'd probably be offended. It just doesn't feel right. You don't tell them. <laughs> just turn up with the spare wheel on and go, oh, had a flat tyre. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm late. But we will see. We will see. So there, there are certainly some options. There are lots of options when you've done 30 individual parkrun events. <laughs> so we'll find out next week. So will I. <laughs> well, as always, you can contact us via Facebook or on our email, which is parkrunadventures at gmail.com. Hashtag be like Jeff. <laughs> That's it for another week. We'll see you all next week for more adventures. Mel and Ollie. It's Abby's mum here. Abigail isn't speaking to me at the moment as we had a family holiday on the weekend and she found out that we missed Ainsbury Junior's first birthday celebrations. So I'm in the bad books. What she would have said though is happy birthday Ainsbury. We hope uh, the next year is as good and as fun as the last year has been and we are so happy and privileged to be part of it all. Bye, everyone. Stay safe.